Welcome back to another episode of University Overwhelm. I am Sophia Payne. And I'm Scott Busby. And we work at Liberty University in the Office of Community Life. On this podcast, we will equip and inspire you to thrive in college, meet your goals, and understand your God-given purpose. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Another week and another topic. Uh, Sophie Payne here, and I'm actually joined today not with my normal co-host, Scott Busby, but instead a colleague of mine, Lucas Halfley. Welcome. Sophie, thank you. It is a pleasure for me to sit in Scott's place. You literally are. You're in the exact seat and at the exact mic that he always sits at. Is that right? No, I did not know that. (laughs) Now, for those of you listening, um, there have been a few people, uh, not many, but a few, who think that Scott and I look very similar. I think it's maybe because we have dark hair and we have beards. beards. Yeah. I think that's where it ends. White man with beard. (laughs) There it is, pretty much. Okay. Um, But yes, Lucas and Scott and I all work in the same office. Uh, Lucas is an associate director of community life, so kind of handling the community standards side of things. Uh, He has actually been working in uh, our office and at Liberty for just a little over a year. So um, various ministries throughout his life landed him here, and we're very happy about it because not only does he work with Scott and I, but he's also, like Joe, one of the guys who plays racquetball with us. So we're also buddies, which I love. Um, but I asked Lucas to come and uh, be on this episode with me. Scott had to miss today, which is totally fine, um, because recently he was leading devotions for our staff meeting on something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, so kind of the topic of like how to study your Bible is one that – gets tossed around, you know, whatever. But I I mostly see in, you know, kind of the social media spaces, the TikToks, the reels, you know, whatever that are kind of scrolling through, um, that it's either just someone's opinion that they're just sharing, you know, their interpretation of what they've read in the scriptures. Um, It's a clip of a pastor, you know, preaching like a little segment of their sermon. Um, Or it's, you know, kind of a review of whatever book that's been read recently. So, Uh, For me, I think it's incredibly valuable to empower and equip people to study the Bible for themselves. Uh, Commentaries can be, you know, really helpful. Um, Theological books are, you know, very powerful and they can really like guide you through some of the the meatier, you know, parts of the Bible, that kind of thing. Um, But unfortunately, in this day and age, we are just, you know, finding out men are sinners and, you know, people can lead us astray and um, putting all of our hope, faith and trust in a, you know, regular old human being is not exactly the way we should go. So being able to uh, read the Bible for ourselves and understand it and allow for discernment from the Holy Spirit is incredibly important. Uh, So, Lucas, now that I've kind of set the stage, what did you share about in devotions and why did I pull you on here? (laughs) Yes. So just for a little bit of background and context um, from my point of view, um, I've been in various ministries, uh, capacities the last 15, 17 years or so. And part of that was um, many years I was a hospital chaplain as well as a bivocational um, family pastor at my church. So I I oversaw the kids and the youth ministries at our church and preached and taught um, all levels um, as needed by the church. So with all of that, I loved doing that. Um, Then once uh, 
COVID hit in 2020, things naturally changed and God um, moved my family and I from where we were serving at in Ohio to Pennsylvania. So we moved to Pennsylvania where I took over um, and directed um, uh, the religious services department um, at, a pr at a prison in Pennsylvania for the uh, Pennsylvania Department of Corrections. So we were living in Erie, Pennsylvania. Did not know anyone in Erie other than our family as we uh, just moved there um, in faith. So one of the very first things that we did, um, we well, before we even moved, we were looking for churches to visit once we got settled there. And um, the only church we went to was a church by the name of Mill Creek Community Church. And it wasn't too far from our house, so that was even better. <laughs> But the thing I loved about Mill Creek um, was just their uh, solid theology that um, mm. we could we could just know and trust and feel right at home with the teaching that we were getting as a family. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the things that uh, the pastor and the elders at Mill Creek taught their congregation, and we were only there a short time. Mm -hmm. So with that, you know, we certainly and I certainly did not get the whole kind of. Uh, uh, the whole balance and whole level of everything that was being taught, but I was able to grasp this, is Mill Creek taught publicly from uh, their pulpit um, a method of Bible study called the HEAR method. And it's simple. Um, it's highlight stands um, for, for the H. The E is explain. Mm -hmm. A is applying the text. And the R is responding to the text. Okay, so H-E-A-R. Yes. Got it. Okay. So with the idea of, you know, as you're reading God's word and meditating on God's word and thinking on God's word, that you're hearing, you know, God's word as you, as you read, hearing it in your heart and your mind and really mm -hmm. thinking and focusing on that. That's the, that's the whole method behind that. Um, so certainly there are many different studies one can do. A thousand different options for Bible study. Do you read it all throughout the year? Do you do it in chunks? You know, and, and everybody's going to have an opinion on that. Um, I found this to be super helpful um, to me just because you can um, make this, this as long or short as you want it to be. Right. And um, wherever... Yeah, because it's, it's, it's really cool. You can take one verse and do it. You can take one chapter and do it. You can take, you know, a book of the Bible and do it. It's it's one of those cool things where there's not there is structure in the sense that you can't just pluck something out, you know, and mm -hmm. make it whatever you want it to. But it's also not structured in the sense that, like, it doesn't count unless you do. Oh, it you know, you can't just read like a couple of verses. You have to read the whole you have to apply it to the whole chapter. If you have only a few minutes, but you still want to get like, some, you know, some substance out of it. This is a really great method to use um, so that you aren't misinterpreting, aren't misunderstanding, and also aren't wasting, you know, your time. Right. Um, one of the things that I feel is very, kind of harmful um, to, the, to the believer is, you know, wasting time, as you just mentioned, during Bible study um, and personal Bible study, because that's the time where, you know, um, for me personally, I'm spending that time alone, kind of hopefully distraction-free, thinking about what God is speaking to me about, thinking and praying, um, you know, just for my day, for my week, for everything that's going on in my life. And that's the last thing I want to do is waste my time. So having little little cues and tips and helps along the way to make that time more meaningful and impactful is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, Lucas, I asked you kind of ahead of time to have a little something prepared. Can you walk us through kind of a little snippet of a version? Sure, sure. What, so, uh, you know, applying the HERE method looks like? Yes. Yeah. So... Um, 
it's it's very simple. And um, I always I'm a visual learner. Um, so I know that unfortunately our listeners can't see. So I'm going to try to explain this as best as I can. Mm-hmm. So what I do is um, I have a, a journal, for lack of a better term, that I kind of carry around. Um, I write in it. I bring it to church to take notes in from, from our pastor's sermon here in Lynchburg. And I just write in it. So um, if, if you are interested in incorporating the, the HEAR method in your Bible study, um, I would encourage you to grab a notebook. You know, you can get one obviously very uh, inexpensively and just write. So what I do is um, at the top of every page, I, I write what the HEAR stands for. Highlight, explain, apply, and respond. And this will be in the show notes. So if anybody is like, also a visual learner and you just need to see you know what h-e-a-r stands for i will make sure that these are in the show notes so that you can visually see that part yes great i that's it's nice to have show notes yes <laughs> that's that's great we're, we're high tech here we really are we're on we're on top of things nice. you know yes that's that's great <laughs> so uh w- what i'm going to do is just share briefly and i'm not even going to read everything but um one of the very first ones that i did was from the book of matthew chapter 16 verses 24 through 28. And I'm just going to read a couple of the verses. Mm. Um, This is speaking to taking up your cross and following Jesus. So God's word says in Matthew 16, uh, starting in verse 24, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And then dot, dot, dot. We could continue reading. So in this one that I did, um, I just worked through verses 24 through 28. So the very first thing that um, one does when they use this method is to write out the, the book of the Bible and the scripture and the verses in itself. So I wrote in my notebook um, verses 24 through 28. So you literally copied word for word, you know, each verse down into the notebook included the the book and the chapter. Yes. So the reason behind that is, you know, you, you know, I've read that during my devotional time and now I am going back to it and I am writing it down. So I'm writing it and I'm seeing it and I obviously I don't have it memorized. So I'm referring back to the, the passage and again, I'm reading it again. And it's, there's something, there's something, um, very interesting about writing it down, you know, from, copying it from the Bible onto your notebook where, where you are the one that's writing it. And it's almost like it, it really helps, you know, hit a home run kind of mentally. Yeah, you know? I, uh, I'll, I'll talk about this later, kind of what, on what I use tool-wise. Um, but I have found that when I write it down, it's like something is unlocked in the meaning. Like you're sitting there going, I just read that. Like why did that, the, why did that, the way that sentence was structured not hit me until I wrote it out? Um, and it sounds weird until you experience it and you're like, no, that's legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's simply the highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it helps you to, you know, use you know, different color pens or highlighters to make it more colorful and impactful and meaningful, by all means, you know, there are many different ways to even do this method, but that's the first thing is to write the scripture down word for word. That's highlight. The next thing is explain. So that would be the E. E equals explain. And um, this is where, you know, you can kind of go as much in depth as you would like or, 
you know, if you're not super intellectual, you don't have to. But this is where, um, you know, the, like for myself, um, I am kind of explaining what the passage is talking about. So, um, you know, I just wrote in, in my notebook that, you know, Jesus is setting the stage and preparing his disciples and the crowds that following himself is no easy task. Mm. And then, so that was the very first sentence that I wrote. And um, for me, I remember that was the most meaningful sentence that I wrote. Um, it's kind of like uh, in school we would have, um, you know, an essay that we had to write, but we had to, we had to pick the topic amongst several topics several topics a teacher might give us right and um i had a professor actually where she said whatever you think of you know first like you write it down like that's what like is is jumping out at you you know the most and so your you know version is that is like what impacted me the most that is what comes to my mind when i think of those verses like instantly you know and then you can either like that can be exactly it. Like there's no more expounding upon that or you can dive into it like heavily, you know, and pull out or there are maybe more themes that you want to write out and, and tease out and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I would say for me personally that this section is the one that takes the longest mm. just because, um, you know, you have your, your scripture there, but oftentimes um, I've used other tools to kind of help figure out, you know, what's the, what's the passage meaning? You know, what's, the, what's, what's it mean? Breaking it down, kind of reading some um, commentaries, maybe even reading it from another translation of the Bible yeah. um, and just kind of getting a, a good feel of, of what the passage is trying to say. So for me, you know, this is, uh, again, probably the longer of all of the four um, options as, as we're working through is explaining it in a way where, you know, you are, you know, just again, writing it down, kind of whatever comes to your mind as it hits your head, down to your down to your pen, as it goes onto your notebook. And again, just making it kind of a very real, authentic, hey, what does this mean for me? And how can I, you know, work through this and explain this text that I'm working through? Yep. Um, and it's, it's, it's great. That's awesome. Okay. And then, so that's explain. That's explain. Yes. Mm -hmm. the, and that could, I will say too, that's a good one. If you're doing this with a group, you can do it out loud. Um, you know, maybe having like a separate moment where everybody's kind of writing it out. Maybe even you jot down a few of your own thoughts. But then the explain part is, you know, something that you could do in dialogue with others. It doesn't have to be, you know, in, in writing in your journal. And that's the only time that you're ever able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the A stands for apply or application, you know, whatever, you know, you would want to frame it as. And that's just simply... Okay, I've I've highlighted the text. I've explained the text. How can I apply it for me in re in a real life scenario? You know, for me personally, uh, married, family, um, trying to raise my uh, my family in the ways of the Lord. You know, how can I apply this text for where I'm at today and presently in my life? So, uh, you know, um, and I've wrote you know a nice big paragraph. But um, you know, one of the things that I remember that I wrote down for me was to daily follow Jesus, mm. not three days a week, you know, not five days a week, but seven days a week following Christ intentionally to the best of my ability with God's grace in, mm. in, in mind. 
Um, and again, going back to where I'm at personally, working with Liberty students uh, during the day and then during my off hours, not on campus, trying to you know be the father and the husband that I need to be for my family because that's a huge calling. Um, and teaching my you know my my boys and my daughter, you know, um, and and my wife, we're all in this together. How to daily live for Jesus. Um, you know, by God's grace. So uh, that's the application. And no matter where you're studying at in the Bible, whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament, certainly there are applications that we can all draw from and use in our own daily lives. And that's just the beautiful thing of, of this method is, okay, daily follow Christ. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that's kind of like, duh, of course we need to do that. But it's a, for me, this was a healthy reminder as, okay, Jesus is calling for me to follow him and to deny myself, I need to daily follow Christ mm. with everything that I do. Mm. And you can say that. That can sound really great. But you saying it right after reading that passage, that passage in scripture where it so clearly like says that, you know, the the E part, the explain part, really pulling out, you know, what it what is it that Jesus is calling us to do? What is he wanting, you know, from us? And your brain is going oh my gosh, like this isn't just somebody telling me that the Bible says this. This is the passage in scripture, a passage in scripture that heavily emphasizes the importance of daily following Christ. There's an impact. You know what I mean? Like you're going from hearing something that sounds biblical to reading the Bible and going, yes, that is exactly what God, you know, is telling us here. Yes, yes. Um, And um, for me, I think this is probably... You know, not that, it, not that the others aren't important, but the application part is, uh, for me, probably one of the most important parts of this. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we can say one thing and then totally not follow through. Right. But following through is is what we're called to do as believers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our heads can know everything. Right. But if our hearts and our, like, actions aren't doing anything with that, like, it's it's literally worth nothing. Right. Yes. Yes. And then the the last part of this is the R. The R is for respond. And uh, th- this is um, not that the, and, and I kind of have a little different thought on each one, but this is maybe almost my favorite of this, is just um, writing out a, a, basically a prayer, mm. for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. um, responding in prayer and making this a very meaningful, you know, short or long, whatever works for you, uh, just prayer to to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's in one of the, you know, couple of sentences I wrote was, you know, Lord, just help me to daily strive to follow you and to to deny myself while seeking you. Give me boldness and strength, Mm, you know, Um, and that is, and there's, and I kind of, in a way, I'm not, I don't know if I've said this, I'm not a super intellectual person, you know, Um, I like reading, but I would rather do other things than read, et cetera. So, um, you know, when I'm thinking through things from a scriptural perspective and studying, you know, um, I just want to be simple as possible. That way, um, you know, because myself, I can easily get distracted just with kind of big, big thoughts and ideas and, and things along those lines. But, you know, so when I when I wrote down, you know, give me the boldness and strength to seek after you, you know, that's something that I can really cling on to and remember in the morning and the afternoon and in the evening is mm. Lord help me do this. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like it's so good. Um, not to put you down even a little bit, but so that you listener 
don't have something in your head of like how it has to look. Lucas literally has a very basic notebook, like nothing special about it, sitting in front of him, a journal, and has just straight written. Like there's not cute little highlighters and like stickers and his handwriting is not perfect, you know, nothing like that. And like I said, it's not a put down. Um, It can just be a very like basic I'm writing it out like I'm spending time. It's meaningful time, but I'm not making it perfect. It doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing, you know, whatever. But at the same time, it could be, you know, somebody who is really like artistic. You can have a lot of fun with this, too. That, Absolutely. That's the beauty of empowering and like giving the right tools to to people. You can do this however, like works best, you know, for you while still staying within like the truth of scripture. You can have a really cute notebook and like really cute pens and like really cute highlighters and like make this a really fun, you know, activity for you to do where you're gleaning like all of this truth from from the word of God. Um, But also for those of us who are just kind of like, I need it to be like time management wise, like I need it to not take forever, which artsy stuff will make me take forever. Um, There's no like just shame in going, Hey, I'm just going to write all this out. Like I'm going to do the method. I'm going to, you know, do it as well as I can, but I'm not going to like worry about how it quote unquote looks. And if I can't write out the prayer, I'm going to pray the prayer. You know, Mm -hmm. if I can't be in the group with friends, then I'm definitely going to write it out. And I might like try and text with a friend today about, you know, what I read, you know, those types of things to make it really work for you while still staying within like the integrity of what the method is and, and, and what it's helping you do. Um, so that's great. Like, I really love hearing that. Like I said, in the show notes, you will see what H E A R stands for, because if you're like me, you kind of go, shoot, what is that again? And you need to refer back to it. So anyway, my recommendation, if you're listening to this for, for instance, on your phone, go ahead and take a screenshot of the show notes so that you can refer back to that on your phone. Um, if you need to just remember what it stands for. Um, but I do like that it's such an easy one. You know, it's such an easy thing to remember. Yes. It's always good to take screenshots. You know, <laughs> I'm sitting here, you know, looking at my notes and I'm thinking, okay, well, what does the H mean again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, highlight. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. You know, um, so that's, yeah. that's Interpret. very helpful. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I will say too, um, as Sophie mentioned, you know, my notebook I got for free at a church conference. <laughs> yeah. Together for the Gospel in Louisville, Kentucky, 2018. Mm. Shout out. So I even know where I got this notebook at. Yeah. And um, Did, Is that what you were he, you were flipping through? Is that what you were looking at to see yeah, where was, you got it? Yeah, just <laughs> double-checking to the year. Um, yeah. And uh, certainly, as she mentioned, my handwriting is not super great. Um, there are times where I'm like, oh, okay, what? Well, I don't even know what that means. Oh, gosh. I, I read a number yesterday, and, and I wrote it, and I couldn't understand what the heck I wrote, so... No shame, no shade, no nothing. But it all makes sense, you know, sitting and pondering and thinking and then kind of taking, you know, my time and rereading everything that uh, I've written over the last many months and um, just thankful for this method. Yeah. And practically speaking, there are studies after studies, like just so many that talk about instead of typing notes writing them by hand like the impact that that makes on our brain you know and and our memory and just kind of like the recall you know is so much better um there are so many studies that even just say like the the slowdown of writing you know a thought out can really help you understand like where your head is at like the structure you know what are you struggling with what are you grappling with so don't skip these methods don't think the stuff you know, do mm-hmm. the method pretty accurately, but obviously um, 
you know, there's areas that you can tailor it, you know, to kind of fit, fit in where you need it to fit in. So, um, and also life happens and I'd rather us spend time with the Lord and it be like really good quality time, um, than to skip it all together, yes. you know, just because we couldn't write out one part of it or something. So, um, I wanted to switch to a second method. This is the method that I actually use personally and I use it with my 15 year old daughter. Um, I've used it since I was about eight or nine, honestly, and I'm now 30. So long, long time, you know, rolling. It's the inductive study method. Um, and there is something that within that called the five W's and an H. Um, the five W's are who, what, when, where, why, and then the H is how. Um, so just like uh, the five W's, just like English class back in literally. Si- sixth grade. Literally, yes. Okay. Um, and so it's kind of that stopping exactly what you just said. You know, you're reading through. You can use this on a handful of verses. You can use it on a whole chapter, you know, whatever. Um you're wanting it for slash like what, you know, what do you have time for? Um, my daughter and I are actually going through the Bible, uh, chapter by chapter. We're in Genesis right now. Um, and I will read like over breakfast, the chapter. And while I'm reading, I made like this cute little worksheet for her. Um, and she fills out each question, you know, the who, what, when, where, why, and how, um, as she hears it. So Mm -hmm. we were reading about Jacob and Esau the other day and the poor, the, not porridge, but the soup, basically the, the stew. Um, and she was writing down Jacob and Esau's name, you know, what the birthright, you know, the yep. soup, the, um, fa- you know, he was famished. Um, you know, why, why, you know, why do you think Esau like was so willing to give it up? And she actually didn't know, you know, so she was kind of like grappling with mm-hmm. that. And so we talked about different reasons, maybe why, and what have we read before about Esau and, you know, those types of things. Um, how did Jacob get the birthright uh, Esau gave it to him? You know, those types of things. It's incredibly simple. Like, it's incredibly yeah. basic. It does not have to be anything super intense, you know, whatever. Um, and like I said, it can be over the course of like a few verses. It can be Sermon on the Mount, you know, with Jesus. It could be five verses because they're so rich anyway, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that you could just like break it down, uh, do whatever you need to do. And then it's really cool because, um, you can kind of take whatever you've written, stack it up and be able to kind of flip through and quickly see an interpretation basically of like scripture, um, in a really quick like way that you wrote, you know, that you were able to like write out and figure out and everything like that. So that is a method that I have used. Um, there is a ministry that um, I've done their Bible studies forever, Preset Ministries, Kay Arthur um, and her husband, Jack Arthur. Um, they had, you know, started it years and years ago. Um, but their Bible studies specifically use the inductive study method. And I like it. I just, over the course of my life, have kind of rejected the Bible studies that tell me what to think, you know, Um I was doing, I I couldn't even tell you which one it was, but I remember doing a women's study and reading through, like, it was, it would say, okay, go read this passage. And then I would go read that passage and come back and it would say, isn't it really cool how that passage says this about you, you know, or isn't it? And I'm like, where's, what, where are the questions? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where is the study part? What, where is the um inductive study method you also mark up your bible so like mm-hmm. there's like different symbols that you use um and you can decide what the he- what the heck you ones you want to use or whatever so it's really cool because you once you've marked up your bible you can kind of read the passage and see the themes literally pop up right. you know at you um and so i'm kind of going where <laughs> where's the going back to scripture and seeing like what god is saying here you know 
your method is so good of like, where's the um, explanation and application? Where's the opportunity for me to respond? It mm -hmm. just seems very like, uh, you're a princess, like you're, you know, you're loved by God. And I'm like, where, how do I know that that's impactful if I don't know who God is? Right. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. And so, um, I just, those feel like a waste of time to me. Um, and so I just always go back to my tried and true of like, I'm just going to read the Bible. Like, I'm just going to read the Bible and I'm going to, you know, slow down. Um, I mentioned earlier, I was going to talk about a couple of companies that I like to order from and I blinked on one of them. <laughs> ah. So I'll add that into the show notes as well. Yes. Um, show notes and the show notes and screenshot right? and screenshot. <laughs> there will be links. Um, one company cultivate what matters. They have just really good like workbooks on different things, but they have something called write the word journals and each page it's like a daily thing that you can do. So you write down like the date and, um, I don't know, like, I think it says like, what are you thankful for today or something, you know, so really basic, but it'll give a passage of scripture and you copy that down, you know, whatever it says. And then, um, I can't remember what it says on the other side, but it's essentially a respond, you know, you can kind of respond to that. Yes. Um, the beauty of those things is you can make them whatever the heck you need them to be. <laughs> so like, uh, I read the whole chapter, but then I will only write down the verses that, you know, the book has given the notebook gave me. And then I'll kind of write like a prayer, you know, on the side. Um, and it's perfect. Like it just, it's a five minute thing. It does not, it's not super intense, but it's something that is like really good quality. Um, and then each of those write the word journals are themed. So the one I'm doing right now is on wisdom, for mm. instance. So um, various areas of the Bible that talk about wisdom, different types, you know, of wisdom, um, wisdom from the Holy Spirit, a, a secret and hidden wisdom that, you know, from before time began, basically, um, that God has given us, that kind of stuff. So, and then there's other ones that are on, like, the fruits of the Spirit, you know, various things. So, so are they more topical in nature? Um, so, some of them are incredibly topical, and then some of them are, um, like, I think there's, like, there might be ones that are, like, the actual books of the Bible. I you see. know what I mean? Yep. Um, but that is a company that is a Christian who runs it but um, they don't do Bible studies. They just do things that can kind of, you can incorporate like daily things into your um, life. So Makes like sense. rhythms and that kind of thing. So I look at that as like accompanying, you know, like a, an actual Bible study or, you know, a time where I'm spending with the Lord. Um, but I really like when somebody does almost like the work for you as far as the structure goes, and then you're able to like work within that. Um, makes, makes sitting down and getting started like a lot easier. And then I just cannot remember the other name, um, but they have scripture memory, like books that are incredible. Like they're so good because they make you like um, read it so many, read the verse so many times, write the verse several times, um, memorize the verse, you know, say it out loud several times, whatever. And then you've like memorized an entire book of the Bible within like a month or something yeah. like not book, a uh, chapter. And so like really, really cool stuff um, that works well within like instead of telling me what to think are very, you know, do do your do the work yourself, but we'll give you the book to write it in. We'll give you the structure to, you yes. know, kind of kind of do well in. So anyway, those are our two methods. There are many methods out there. I think the simpler the better, you yeah. know? Um, and the ability for us, like the Holy Spirit has given us um the ability to discern, you know, the ability yep. to um 
allow you know our, the words to to make an impact yes there are incredible tools out there 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 are men who have just like dedicated their lives to a book of the bible you know and understanding it yep. inside and out um and and their insights can be incredibly helpful like all of those things are amazing but i do think that it's it's something that we would like to emphasize on this podcast especially um we would like to equip and empower you to be able to go and um do your own bible study be able to read the word of god for yourself and be able to walk away impacted yes um, and, you know, I would like to personally add here, um, for me, and I could be totally wrong here, but I think I'm probably accurate, is that there is no magical time mm. that someone needs to do their, you know, personal devotions. Mm. It can be whether that's first thing in the morning for you or if you're a late night owl and it's 3 a.m., wherever your schedule, you know, fits, mm-hmm. where you can take the time to personally study God's word is where it's good for you. So, you know, that may not be good for me or for you, Sophie, or for, you know, you know, your next door neighbor, even your parents. Or Scott. Or Scott. Yeah. Who's not here today. Who's not here to say (laughs) when he does his Bible time. Right. Um, He's like, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) But whatever works for you, um, you know, is, is where that works for you. So just, you know, do it then. Yeah. And honestly, like as you get older, you guys are college students listening to this. Like as you get older, there are just natural rhythms of your life that will allow this to probably fit in at a more consistent time. But at 30, I still don't have it as like every single morning or every single evening or on my lunch breaks. Like it's not consistent, right. you know, in that sense. Like you see, there are days and times that just are busier in areas. And then there are days and times when it's just a little bit more of a lull. And, you know, we don't want you to like shove it in necessarily and be like, well, let me just check it off my list. Um, but also if you're trying to establish it as a habit, guess what? You're doing it so that you can check it off the list and you can get established the habit. Right. <laughs> so, um, love that encouragement. And I would also just add on to there, uh, time frame is also not like a, it has to be a certain amount. It, you know, it gets to quote unquote count if it's five minutes instead of an hour, you know, it gets to quote unquote count if it happens to be an hour instead of five minutes, you know, whatever, um, that looks like for you. So don't add in uh, fake rules. That's right. my biggest thing. Um, you know, allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in your Bible study. Um, be excited to, a pastor once said, um, God is not so mysterious that he's unknowable. He instead is endlessly knowable. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that. So I hope you approach scripture with that excitement that he is endlessly knowable and you get to just dive right into uh, that endlessness. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yep. Um, can I give one last encouragement? Absolutely. So, um, you know, w- whenever I meet with students, uh, you know, students are usually living away from home kind of for the first time. And depending on where they're at and their school journey, you know, they're depending on different ages, too. But one of the things that I encourage students um, to do when I meet with them is um, I, I usually ask, not always, but I usually ask, hey, have you found a church yet? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the answer is yes or no, or I'm still looking. But my encouragement is always find a church where, you know, God's word is faithfully preached and taught weekly. Find a church where you can serve and get plugged in because, you know, that's what God calls us to do is to be faithful, hear God's word, and to serve. Oh, that's so great because... Scott and I have had like three episodes at this point oh, where we right? have like really emphasized the importance of getting plugged in with a um, with a, a local community of believers. Yes. So. And certainly as somebody who has only lived in Lynchburg for mm-hmm. a little over a year, uh, there are 
churches among churches that fit this bill. That's actually, I love that take where you're like, I'm the most recently here. <laughs> um, so you have quote unquote church hopped, you know, you have searched, you know, yes. for a church recently. And so um, for me, I've been pre- pretty established in my church, um, I think since 2013. So about 10 years that's I've been l- going to my time. same one. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes I, I'm like humble enough to say, I don't know, you know, that all these other churches are doing that. So um, the fact that within the last like, year and a half ish, you know, of you being here, you can say, Hey, recently I've been trying out several of these churches. Several of them are incredible, you know, um, dive into scripture, that kind of thing. So anyway, uh, well, we're going to wrap it up. We hope that you guys enjoyed that. If anybody has any other methods that, um, you have used that kind of fit this bill of simplicity, but really able to dive, uh, deep into the word, please uh, let us know at the end of the episode. You will hear how you can reach out to us and contact us, and we would love to hear from you. But Lucas, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it and hope to have you back soon. Yes, thank you. It was, uh, it was a joy. Yep. All right. Have a great week, everybody. If you enjoyed this week's episode, leave us a review. Or you can shoot us an email at communitylife@liberty.edu. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Liberty Community Life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time.